For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. Episode 40. Oh, 40. I know. Here we are. We're yeah. halfway through life. Mm. Is that halfway? I mean, like, I mean, I hope not because I'm already yeah. past 40. So. I mean, you'll live beyond 80, obviously. God, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> How are you? What are you up to? Oh, good. Um, Not up to anything exciting. I did my homework. I did watch Housewives and Hustler. How was weekend. it? Um, It was sad to me. Like, it was hard to watch because it was like, these are real people that this happened to. And regardless of who knew about it, like, their stories are so sad. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard because it's like, I, I could see both sides where, you know, I could see people just assuming that she knew because they're married. But at the same time, it's like, Clearly, I mean, who knows if she was asking where the money was coming from? She was just spending money. So I don't know. Well, and there was something today that they were saying that a lot of the lawsuits and everything are against the business. So like yeah. a lot of those accounts, like she probably didn't, she obviously didn't have access to his business accounts. No. I mean, yeah. we'll, talk, we'll talk more about her car crash story later. Oh, God. God. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, if anybody understood that car crash story, let me know. <laughs> you might, it might as well have just been told by Kathy Hilton. It was so out there. I would have rather it be told by Kathy because yeah. it would have been entertaining. <laughs> but what about you? Anything um, new? Did you? Big Brother, which is just so good. Okay, so I love Tiffany. Uh, I love Kylan. I'm interested to see, like, so Alyssa and Christian have, like, sort of a showman's going on, but not really, not yet. Apparently, production like wants them to kiss. Um, mm. If all goes as planned, Frenchie should be leaving today. Um, but it's really cool. I what I really like it. I realize is that every week is a new week with the same people. So like, it just gets like a reset essentially, and then you start playing all over again with the same people. But it's Got like, it. okay. It's like they're in teams and they're all competing kind of individually in competitions, but then you can protect your team. It's just, it's a really good season. Um, what else did Ooh. I watch? Ooh, a White Lotus. I don't know this, this episode. It's very out there. I just don't know if I'm going to stick with it. Okay. I'm not getting anywhere. It's just like random pieces of the story that aren't connecting yet. And so it's just very hard to pay attention. Okay. Got it. Uh, you know, I don't know yet. We'll see. It's a good cast. I just don't know if I'll stick with it. But mm. jumping into hot topics today, Jennifer Aiden is MIA during the Jersey filming. Yes. So this caught my attention. Um, obviously, just like scrolling through Instagram one night and they had shot some photos that looked like at a pink party and all the women were dressed in pink. And I was looking at all the women and I was like, huh, who's missing here? I was like, oh, well, I don't see Jennifer, but who knows? Maybe she's not in the photo. Then the next day I was looking and a cast photo of the men all together popped up and Bill was not in the photo. And I thought, okay, now I might have thought like maybe something wasn't up with Jennifer not in the picture just because like, you know, she doesn't get along with some of the women. But then when Bill wasn't there, I thought, all right, something's up here. 
Well, yeah, and at the shore, it was a pink party at Melissa's house. It was filmed, obviously. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but I did read, like, it sounds like they're trying to ice Jennifer out of the group. I mean, Teresa's the only one that seems to like her at this point. So I mean, I, she was doing too much. How that pans out for the season. I mean, they're fairly early into filming. So, like, maybe she gets fired. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, the thing with her is that every every year, same thing. She comes to the reunion and just sets a blaze to her relationships <laughs> with these women. Like, then you want to turn around, and start filming and be friends. And you keep burning this bridge every time, especially with Melissa and Marge. So it's like, okay, well. Well, yeah. And like, if you can't get along with three of them, then the other two are going to like have to kind of follow suit, essentially. Yeah. I mean, at some point, like that, it just, it comes down to that. So I, I definitely thought it was interesting to see that. And then I kind of just looked a little more just to see if I could find just one picture with her in it. And I did not. So really, we'll see how this all goes. She's a hold up in the Taj Mahal in New Jersey. Just hanging hey. out, not going to the pink party. Well, you know, this is what happens. Uh, uh, lots of Atlanta news. So rumor is Cynthia is out. Rumor is Latoya and Drew are out. Really? Good. I mean, this is all rumor. Obviously, nothing's confirmed. We don't really know too much. But supposedly, Sheree Whitfield is in talks to return for a full-time... She'll only return for a full-time because now her boyfriend is out of jail. Correct. And we've been waiting for this for years. But they said only, like, Kenya said she'll sign. Candy said she'll sign. They obviously don't know what really to, what to do with Cynthia. Portia is skeptical. They're saying that she's holding off on her contract because she doesn't want to be like the center of attention because of the Simon stuff. Well, you should have thought about that before you mar- before you got engaged to your friend's husband. <laughs> yes, who you just introduced us to last season. Well, she feels like the women are going to try to like bait her all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, would you want to see Sheree back? I don't dislike Sheree. She's just boring to me. But maybe the new boyfriend will bring a new aspect to things. Do you think we'll get those joggers finally? Uh, Do you think her house is finished finally? (laughs) I think the house is finished. Chateau Sheree. Yes. Good TV, but I feel like she needs that catalyst of like Kim. Right. I mean, her and Kenya don't really get along. No, and her and Nini, like, they were just good TV together because the shade of it all between the two of them was, like, the most. Yeah. Who gonna check me, boo? Right. So without any of that, I just don't know. I also, I'm shocked. I guess they said LaToya just felt contrived. And then I don't know about Drew. I'm shocked that Drew wouldn't be. I mean, I thought Drew was a good addition. She brought something, but, like, you know, it wasn't, like, scandal. She was just there. But LaToya was just too much. Yeah. Well, me. also too much. Fallon went on a podcast, I think, or something, and she revealed that Simon used to talk shit about Portia. And Simon said that his cousin slept with Portia and bought her the Rolls Royce. Oh, interesting. Fallon said they're probably never going to get married because he knows this and he loves money more than anything and he won't part with money. And that's what her plan is. <laughs> well, he had to part with money to put a ring on her finger. So I don't know. After a month. Right. She also It'll be interesting. Dating her former assistant. 
<laughs> yes, who he claimed she had an affair with, but they swore up and down they were just friends. And but now they're not just Jaylen? friends. So they're yes. Jalen and Fallon? Okay, interesting. Well, he's, I mean, he's closer to her age, so who knows? I mean, finally. Right, maybe it'll work. I don't know, I mean, I'm going to need some casting news. I'm going to need them to start filming. I'm going to need some Atlanta in my life. Definitely need to know what's going on. I know that my obvious fave, Nini, is not coming back because she's busy with the Lanethia. Oh, that club. Do you follow her? She, I do. She, I mean, it it just looks so over the top and extra, but it's all Nini's. She posts photos and there's like no one ever in it. There'll be like three people behind her. I'm like, don't you want like a full club? And then like, she's got shots. I'm like, is she serving there? Is she a cocktail waitress? Like, why is she serving these people? Maybe she wants to look like the hostess with the mostess. I mean, or she's got to work overtime. Well, also that, you know, getting a uh, business off the ground is hard sometimes and struggling. Yeah. Uh, Then to wrap up Hot Topics today, we actually talked about Christina last week, I think, too. So we got some feedback. People like to hear about Christina on the coast. I have have not watched it. I do watch Flip or Flop because I love the show. Um, But this came from the set of the new season. Tarek and Christina were there. Christina was rushing him or he was late and she was giving a hard time. And he lost it. He called Mm. her a loser. He said, you're washed up. I made you who you are. Uh, The world knows you're crazy. Look at me. I'm winning. Oh. Insane. That's terrible. I mean, like... Out of nowhere. So I guess someone said that he was upset that she said she smoked toad venom or something like this. Um, but they're oh. both like executive producers. So like neither of them can leave production. Apparently they were, the production was shut down for the day. They were separated and they finished the scenes separately. And, and that's always hard, right? Cause first and foremost, like, relationships don't work but they have children you want to see them like get along because you have no choice you have to be in each other's life like there's no way around that yeah so it just sucks that like this is where you're at you can't even like just just try and it's i mean whatever she does in her free time as long as she's not doing it around the kids it's really not his business also she wants to three years later like why you've been divorced you've you're engaged you've moved on she got married she got divorced whatever why do you care at this point yeah it's not like she smoked crack like (laughs) hey i mean it's just some toad venom i don't know what that does and i don't know why you would smoke it but it's not crack so it's okay yeah I mean, that's just, nothing against people who smoke crack. If, no. if you do like hey. In the words of Whitney crack is whack. <laughs> crack is whack. <laughs> I miss her. RIP. RIP. Miss Houston. I know she's, Oh, I just watched the bodyguard the other night again. Oh, and just, did you? I did. It was on. And I was like, God, I, I just loved this movie. I forgot. I loved it. Uh, we had Cinderella, the Brandy Cinderella on or whatever. Oh, yes. Uh, I was like, yes. Oh, here we, yep. Brandy and Whitney. Brandy Cinderella with the Asian prince. <laughs> <laughs> uh jumping in this week starting with the bachelorette i will say folks i don't get emotional i got real emotional this episode demetria what tell me more <sighs> okay well so we'll get greg had a solo date whatever nothing crazy brendan was feeling some type of way about not getting a solo date he goes to talk to katie and they mutually agreed to part ways i guess sort of <laughs> if that yeah 
I mean, I mean, I, he was kind of over it. She, you like, can't go and be like demanding a date. Like, you need to tell me why I have. Like, what are you doing? I mean, his point was, you, I don't want you to meet my family if we haven't had one on one time. Well, then I guess you don't want me to meet your family because you're leaving. Well, Brendan left. Uh, <laughs> so the group date was all about art. Did you see that she kissed Andrew S. in front of everybody? Yes, which I thought was. I, I don't, they don't usually do that. No, I always find that odd. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm going to make out with this man right in front of you. Yeah. Um. So Michael, what was the, his ass sculpture? What was happening? I don't know. Like their dates are just weird. Yeah. Like uh, these dates have been weird. What was Blake's painting? Of? I wish I could see it. It looked I a, like. I need an uncensored version. <laughs> at first I was like, did he just paint a black? Thing, and then I realized like oh they're they're blurring they're blocking it so it must have been something really racy and then I was like what kind of artist is he if he could paint something that detailed that you couldn't <laughs> even see it I mean it sounds like there was some sort of like fornication happening on the- I think so I think that's a good uh, assumption uh Michael A gets a rose Mike P gets finally gets his solo date and it's all about cuddling that was the most uncomfortable thing to watch i wasn't uncomfortable until he kept saying she's just like my mom yes and they're laying and and she's like you could see her face and he kept saying that and he was like then he whispered it like you remind me of my mom and it was like oh god don't ever tell please don't ever tell a lady that gentlemen if you are cuddling with a woman that you'd like to be dating do not tell her that she cuddles like your mom it's yeah and well I, I knew then that they weren't going to make it to dinner with that. Yeah. And goodbye. So here's what I'm going to say. So we talked about this in the very beginning about how production was kind of upset with Katie. She's very like, she wants things her way. And she was kind of eliminating people. I like it. it I do too. Like, don't drag this shit out. For sure. Like, I don't have to watch the whole date. Like, you're not into him. We see it. You see it. You're crying when you're cuddling. And he's talking about his mom. Like, this is all too much. It's time for him to go home. Absolutely. Do you like, think that- don't even. Sorry, go. No, no, I was just going to say, like, don't even, you know, like, you sit, see him sitting there on the bench, and he's like, oh, I can't wait for this dinner, and how, you know, <sighs> like, don't, dra- don't do that, like, just get, just go, like, just, you know, cut, cut it off, like. Him and Connor could may- have dinner together later, because neither of them got the phone. Yes, <laughs> correct. No, it was time. Um, do you think that he's going to go and masturbate now that he's allowed to? I, I mean. I'm assuming yes. I I I would think that he does often, considering he doesn't have sex. So that's all he's got. <laughs> so then we get to the rose ceremony, and y'all, this is it. She cuts Andrew S. What were you thinking? You know, I didn't see that coming. I definitely didn't see that coming. I thought for sure he would be the one to stay out of them because. They just seem to have such a chemistry and she really seemed to like be connected with him. So when it happened, I was shocked. And then I was instantly, my instant thought is she's about to regret this in two minutes because there's no way she has more of a connection with that other guy. He's very cute. Like he is, don't get me wrong, but they, the connection is not the same. Well, so I was thinking like her and Mike A, Michael A, whatever with the kid, like that seems like a less connection. I feel like she... She was like, oh, I take the kid into into consideration. What's his name? Tommy, Bobby, Johnny, whatever the hell. Ricky, Mike, I don't know. 
Yeah, not Mike. I don't think it's Mike Jr. But I don't know. He's like, oh, I take little Tommy into consideration when I make my choices. But it's like, I don't, how does that work with, I don't think that connection is as strong. I think you're right. Like with. No, like Blake for sure. Blake for sure. Like, okay, I got it. Like, I see it. But I thought for sure Andrew and Blake were like the front runners to me. So when she said his name, I was like, is she confused? Like, wait a minute, what just happened? And then I I, just look on his face and look at her face. And I was thinking like, why did she do this? She doesn't want to do this. This was not a good idea. I was blown away. Anyway, Andrew comes back. He gives her a note that says, I'll be waiting or whatever. And then she chases him down. She asks him to stay. He says, no. Yeah, who wants to be like sloppy seconds? But then why would you write that letter? I don't know. Maybe he was like, look, I, if something doesn't work out with one of these other guys, give me a call. I don't know. But I understood the logic of like, if you already sent me away because you know I'm not the one, why do you want me to come back so you could send me away again and tell me for a second time I'm not the one? Yeah. I just, Ugh. I mean, Justin's still there, which is weird to me. Well, that's what I'm saying. I did not see the connection between Justin and her like that. Maybe Do you see it was the connection just me? between his eyebrows? Because it's almost a unibrow. I know, but but I, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. You know what I mean? You can't. You are waiting for Aaron. <laughs> you know. I broke up with Aaron already. Oh, already? That was fast. He didn't reach out. Uh, he must not listen to the podcast. Took too long. <laughs> he must not be a listener. Um, interesting. I'm going to be interested to see like Justin's family. You know, sometimes you can like picture their families. Yes. Like, I feel like Greg, like obviously we know what Greg's family is going to look like. Obviously we know Greg, like I have no idea what to expect with Justin's family or Mike A's family. No. Yeah. Or what that even is going to look like. Is it just going to be him and her and the kid or what? Like, how does this work? Little Tommy. That's not his name. I have no idea. Little Joseph. Little Joey. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see how this all shakes out. Uh, Where should we start today? Uh, Let's get into a little Potomac. Okay. So I'm glad that Karen was like, I I don't know what Sing Sing is. Like, I just, it sounded good. Such Uh, a weirdo. What was it? Robin was like, hot box, Sing Sing. Like, is this something on TikTok? Like, I don't know. (laughs) such a weirdo like of all the things you could pick you pick the name of a prison yeah well, I was they, were like, they were trying to say like oh is she going away or like is jamal is something going on like do you know something like that's what it sounded yeah, like. like i thought maybe she had a criminal past we didn't know about yeah like her and jen shaw yeah maybe well, they like, are in on it together <laughs> allegedly um so she ain't got no friends so this four years ago, this whole Ray dead thing, I, how did you take it? I, I didn't take it the same way. Basically what he, like, basically he's saying like, you know, you're not going to have your looks forever. And she was just saying like, I'll look good when Ray's no longer here. Pretty much. Like I wouldn't take that. Like you're I saying my husband should be dead. Like, that's not what she said. I took it as like, you aren't going to amount to anything until he dies financially is how I took it of like, you're not going to own the house until Ray's gone. Oh. Not like wishing him dead. No, not in any, not in any way, shape or form. I, I didn't take, I mean, they replayed it like twice and I yeah. certainly didn't take it like that. 
And then Karen goes, my kids were young. And they were like, 19, oh, God. 19 and 24. Your kids were like, mm-hmm. what are you even talking about? Also, isn't the sun not rays? Yes, I don't okay. believe the sun is rays. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, Karen, then out of nowhere at dinner, starts attacking Robin. Yeah. And I'm like, what? how did you transition and leave Giselle alone? And then, oh, you and your fake wedding. You're never going to have a wedding with your pawn shop ring. I was just like, why are you mad at Robin all of a sudden? Because I think that she lumps them as a duo. The Green Eyed Bandits. Yes. Yeah. So if she goes for one, she's got to go for the other. I mean, that dinner party. I just. I know. How I... is this only the beginning of episode two? <laughs> And this, this happens, and I'm always thinking to myself, like, if I was at a party with good food, like, I don't give a shit what you guys are arguing about. Like, let's eat this food, guys. And I love that, like, every time the, the chef or, like, the server were coming by, they're like, oh, stop fighting, stop fighting. <laughs> Just like, oh, right. Quiet moment. Of, like, oh. Yeah, it's like, like, you don't think the chef can hear you in the other room? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. In your hot box and your sing sing. Oh, my God. Uh, we meet up with Mia at home. It turns out that she's actually going to be taking over the work from her husband so he can, like, stay at home and with the kids and golf and do all that. I This is... A, it feels like a weird dynamic. Yes. Agreed. Definitely. Um, the, was it just me, or did they not even seem like... Uh, a normal couple. Like, I don't know. It was a very mismatched couple to me. Yeah. Like watching her with him and interacting and then watching how like, and then the kids were there and I, it was almost like, uh, I don't know. I didn't see the chemistry between the two of them. I'll just say that. Cause I don't want to judge, but yeah. it definitely didn't look like there was chemistry between the two of them. No, not at all. And she just seemed very like, well, I'm taking over the business. You're going to stay home. We're going to do this. Like it just seemed more like it was her choice versus his choice. Yeah, and I mean, who know? And that's the thing that's also strange is it's like, okay, so from what we gather, I haven't seen it all, but from what I gather, the money came comes from him. Yeah. So he does not why, open these chiropractic, right? Yeah, yeah. So then, why it's like, okay, so then how is she calling the shots? But maybe he doesn't want to be hands. Like maybe he's like, no. whatever, I don't care. I'm older, and then we have these little kids, and I'm tired. Yeah. Who knows? But definitely a mismatch couple for sure. Yes. Uh, we catch up with Candace and uh, Chris is her husbander because he's managing her career. Obviously, like coronavirus, he sold his restaurant. He's not working. And so he has all the time in the world to manage her. It's always a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Never a good idea, guys. I wouldn't want to be her manager. And I also would not want to be the person managing her. I also would not want to be her husband. So there you have it. <laughs> uh, Ashley and her mom are talking. They finally hired a nanny, and her mom says, Are you happy that it's not a model? Mm, yeah. And then she says, God gave me more than one. That of was a really like, I had in that, in watching that, I had to think like, would I ever have a conversation like this with my mother? And the answer is absolutely not. Well, and then she was like, oh, I just lay there. I what? Okay, first of all, God gave her another hole. Is she talking about her mouth or is she talking about something else? That's why I was confused. But either way, like, no, but you don't talk said, about this. This really threw me. She said, he's being a good sport about it. And I was yeah. like, yeah. Oh. 
because she was like, oh, we, we still, I lay there or I get on my side or something. I was like, I don't. Yeah. Understand. And then the mom's like encouraging it. Like you got to keep him happy. It was very uncomfortable. But I, I don't understand what it means. He's being a good sport because you're laying there and taking it. I don't. Well, yeah. And because she was like, he does, he takes care of me and then I take care of him. And I was like, what is going yeah. on? You know who's taking care Our, of him? Stripper at the hotel. Right. And maybe you should get some of the CBD lube stuff. Oh, I mean, they could probably use it. I don't I, know. I, you can't do that when you're pregnant, though. Why not? You told me it's not drugs. No, it's THC. Uh, you're not like. See? You're, you're not like taking your- it, but I don't, I still think it would be like probably in your, like, I, that's too close. To I don't, I, I don't, I can't. Uh, Giselle's going to show Robin the West Wing. That house is ugly. That was the weirdest. <laughs> Didn't it, it look like two totally different houses just stuck together, like pushed together, like bunk. You know why it looked like that? Cause it is two different houses. Yes. Stuck together. <laughs> I kept being like, wait a second. Like I had to rewind and look at it again. Like. So did she just buy a manufactured house and attach it to her other house? And then. Well, so she said on Watch What Happens Live that it's not finished and that the old section is going to match the new section, but they just built the new section first. Got it. Okay. They're going to like redo like the whole facade of the main house also. It also just feels like boxy and I don't know. Yeah, it was strange. Um. So, and then she said, I actually think Jamal is living in the phone now, which I love that she just kind of like took Karen's dig and was like, yeah, he's actually living in the phone. <laughs> I don't see him. Yeah, because I haven't seen him. And I mean, yeah, no, I think you have to own that because here you are next season and nothing's gotten better. So you have to just kind of turn it into something at this point. And I mean, like word on the street is that he did have another kid. Yeah, that yeah. sucks. You have like seven or eight kids. I mean, the Lord is bountiful. And then I think this is where she kind of clarifies, Ray will die before Karen buys a house. So she was saying is like, Karen isn't financially stable unless Ray is dead. She wasn't saying, I want Ray to die. She better get to selling that perfume then. I mean, LaDonna. I've never never seen it advertised for (laughs) purchase, so I don't know. Uh, Wendy has her mom over for dinner. She's going to show her mom her breasts. And her mom says, I want breasts. You will all pay for it. End of December is your time frame. Yeah. I mean, what? yeah, she was very, she was very firm in in her request. I mean, this is what I want. And you're going to do it. That was like, it was, (laughs) yes, this is what you will do. And I'll be waiting. Uh, And then Wendy is going to step back and focus on the candle business. I wonder why that is like what why why was that the choice of all the things she could have done candles was the I mean, way to go a place to like get started into like housewares okay like get into all pillows right. and blankets like i don't know yeah well i mean i hope that works for her we have i mean like tiffany moon has her candle i mean we got a lot of candles out there right so you know it's like you're not really cornering the market on this so also, I don't. Can't you keep your job and just work on candles on the side? You would think that's what I'm saying. Like, is this a is it like a demanding job? Just I mean, you're not making like literally. She's not sitting around making candles all day, yeah. like actually with the wax. So why can't you just keep talking on the TV and make some candles? Yeah. 
Uh, Ashley and Karen meet up. That's when Karen admits that she has no idea what Sing Sing was. She said it just sounded good. Uh, Dean comes out. Dean starts crying because Karen says he doesn't recognize her. And Ashley says, sorry, Dean. She always has a new face. <laughs> yes. I, she is a little scary. I mean, the, to a little kid. The shade is just absurd this season. Absolutely. Love it. Uh, and then Karen has her love party. Robin and Giselle are not coming. Not shocked. They want to talk about the clitoroplasty, which you do not want to talk about, as we know. No, I don't. I mean, I guess it's like great that she owns it, but it's like that is just something that you should probably not share. Like, uh, it just sounds like it's you put a lot of miles on it. Yeah, what it Ashley like. says she has a busted ass bean. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and then Wendy and Mia get into it because Wendy feels like Mia said that Giselle was a good person, but that she wasn't backing up Karen because Karen had already told her of like what had happened and how could she get a good feeling about her if her friend had already told her that she was rude or whatever. I mean, it's like, whatever. It, I, I felt like it was a petty start, like a petty argument, but I get it. Yeah. But it was like the hands were waved, get your head out of my face. What are you going to do? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, here we go. It's like Wendy's about to take off her earrings. (laughs) Yep. I was like, this is a love party. You guys are arguing over some dumb shit. Like, let's just let it be what it is. Uh, And then we played the dating game. We found out some interesting things here. Mia and I can't think of his name. G, Gordon, uh, had sex in a Waffle House bathroom. Ray would like to have sex with Katie. I would have not. I would have not. (laughs) That was a surprise. That was an interesting. I was like, oh, out of all of them, I thought he was going to say Ashley. Yeah. When he said Katie, I was like, really? I uh, guess I my, just don't see it. My favorite Katie scene is when they're on vacation. They're like at the beach or something and they're upstairs and Katie has to apologize to Ashley for calling her dumb. And she goes, I'm sorry yes. I said you were dumb. Maybe I met you an idiot. <laughs> yes. Yes. I but, loved her in the beginning. And then all of a sudden she started with the weird wigs and stuff. And I was she, like, I don't know what's going on here. She had some rough things going on there. Yes. Uh, it turns out that Mia and G met at a strip club. Don't worry. Mia was just a bartender. So she says. And Candace, I literally spit out my drink. Candace said, if you was a bartender, I'm a white man. <laughs> <laughs> well. Do you think she was a stripper or a bartender? Well, I honestly don't. I mean, I honestly believe her because the bartenders make a shit ton of money in the South at those strip clubs. Yeah. And they have to kind of look strippery because they dress very risque as well. Yeah. So it's possible. I'm not saying it's not, you know, who knows, but I think it's very possible because a lot of times they are, you know, they're pretty undressed as well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, if you're in a I'm strip sh- club, if you're in a strip club, do you fall in love with a bartender or do you fall in love with a stripper? Well, if the bartender is trying to get you to spend money and is charming you and you actually probably get to talk to the bartender more than a stripper. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying I've seen it. I mean, I, I, I haven't been to a lot of these strip clubs, but I know people that work in them and they say like the bartenders make almost just as much as money as those girls and they have to look just as good. Yeah. Uh, Where should we go? Shaw's? Yeah, let's get that out of the way. Okay. I found this very interesting. So Paulina totally spun this whole thing 
into saying like, well, why shouldn't I be allowed to talk to his friends about his behavior? And it's because you can, you can, (laughs) but then don't complain when they have something to say back. Now they're involved and now you guys don't want them involved, but you involved them. So you can't, well, yeah, yeah, you could share it. It's almost like you wanted to tell them so they would hold him accountable. Yes. And then when they did, I feel like that's what she wanted. And then they held him accountable and then it backfired because then he got pissed. And so then she backtracked. I mean, I just thought that she wanted to expose him. I did not know that she wanted them to like chime in. I mean, but, but if, okay. So if this was your circle or your best friend group and one of their spouses text you and said all of these crazy things, how could you not reach out to that person and be like, dude, what the hell are you over there doing? Your girlfriend just texted me this crazy shit. Like <laughs> yeah. what is going on? Well, you know, as Mike says, you love them one day and you hate them the next. That's how relationships are. Oh, no, Mike, that's not how relationships are. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that no. And that's why you're divorced. Uh, and Reza just doesn't want Mike to be a liar. That's all he wants. I mean, nobody wants anybody to be a liar, but what are you going to do? I think. uh, (sighs) I don't know. That's a hard one. Like I look at the obviously like none of us want our friends to lie. I certainly don't want to be lied to. And I guess if you had like a friendship where you were friends for like, what, 20 years or something like that. And that friend always lied to you about stuff. It would be super annoying. But it's like, are you the are he's if he's just lying to his girlfriend and not you are you the accountability police like what what i don't know yeah well and like why wouldn't does she not have friends like why wouldn't she go to her friends that's a great question i don't know i mean i thought her and destiny were becoming friends but now she's Mm. cut destiny off that doesn't look like it's gonna happen no even when destiny was trying to like say well what happened here she was like totally bypassing her and addressed mj well, and Gigi had a really good point. Gigi was like, maybe this is all like Mike has to give. So like, we can't, ex- and I've said this for years, this is like a personal mantra of mine. It's like, you can't expect of others what you expect of yourself. Absolutely. And so she's like, that's, maybe that's all Mike has. Like, this is who Mike is. And like, you either love him or leave him. Like, you can't change who you want him to be. You know, you can't make him into who you want him to be. I think the hardest part about that is yes. Yes, she's absolutely correct. But what makes that difficult is when you know that about this person and they're constantly talking about this is the one and I'm going to get married and this and that and the other. And it's like, no, this is not like, don't keep doing that because you saw how it ha- went down the first time and that's not the place that you're in. Yeah. I don't know. You know who's never going to get married? Who? Nima, if he keeps taking dating advice from London. Absolutely not. The two of them together <laughs> is a disaster. Since when does like a straight guy go, yeah, this lesbian knows what I need. Yeah. She knows about dating lesbians. (laughs) Like, what are you, I I was like, she's trying to explain to him how to build a dating profile the way you would as a female, but that's not the same. I mean, I will give her like her tactics are better. Like, obviously he's going to end up with girls who just want like a one night stand, which is what yeah. he's trying to get away from but the whole dating earpiece thing was like super awkward no and i'll say this as a as a woman that would go on a date with a man like this um the questions she was telling him to ask i would have been like what the fuck i don't want to answer any more of these questions can we just talk like 
talk about what we're watching, this delicious food we're about to order, what's going on today. Like the, it was just hammering out all these like, well, how do you, what is your argument? Like, what is your arguing style? Well, when you get mad, what do you do? Well, this is like, I don't want to talk about that. This is our first date. Did you have lunch today? You've mentioned delicious food twice. I did, but no. you know, I always, <laughs> when I, part of these shows for me, people, let me just say this. <laughs> part of these shows for me is that they go and eat places that I've never gotten to go and eat. And I want to see what they're ordering. That is important to me. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. you. Because I, I might never get to go to that place and I want to know what they have. Uh, I mean, well, the geese were not having it at all. No, they were just as annoyed with this whole situation as, and, and you know what else is annoying? And maybe it's just me. Tell me if you don't feel this way, but why does she call him babe? And he calls her babe like every five seconds. I was going to say it's her. Just take a shot every time she says the word babe. Yeah. Babe, babe, no, babe, listen, babe, it's going great. Babe. It's like her term of endearment. It's annoying. Yes, I thought it was just me, but I was like, this no, is kind of your I can't stand it. Okay, good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. Um, and then Gigi is interested in emotionally unavailable men, but she wants them to be physically available to her whenever she wants. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> like, I, how, I don't, how does that work? It works like this. I'm going to tell you. Fill me in. I'm, be- I'm interested. Because, because, I, because you get to a point especially when you have a kid and you have responsibilities and you have shit to do, but you want companionship when you want the companionship, but you don't want them to get all like clingy and lovey and then want more. So you just want them to be emotionally available. So they don't want to get attached to you either. And then you could just spend time together when you feel like it. And there's no strings attached. So you'd want them to be like, just completely emotionally unavailable, not emotionally like linked to someone else. No, not linked to someone else. Like she said, you can have side chicks, just I got to be the main one. Got it. Got what she was saying there. <laughs> I don't mind. It's like if, if we're dating, right? It's like, okay, you're going to be dating other people until you specify like we're, we're exclusive. But if you're not in a place like I don't want to be serious right now, I don't want to be tied down right now as far as like getting to something deep and like all of that, because I'm really starting to embrace like my own space and my own time. So it's nice to have someone that can come and hang out when you want them to hang out or do things when you want to, but not feel like every day we have to do this. Got it. That's what I feel like. Interesting take. Yeah. Um, And then we'll wrap up this episode with Mike and Paulina on a date. He said something. So they were like having a nice date. It seemed fairly normal until they talked about having kids. And he said, we're going to go to the best fertility doctor we're going to take your best egg and my best sperm and we're going to have the best kid. Not good luck. Um, this is what we call a control freak, folks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you have like millions? I mean, I'm not a guy, but I, from what I hear and understand, you have millions of sperm. So you want them to go through those millions and find the best one? Well, yeah, they like spin them or whatever. And they like pick like the best swimmer or whatever. Like I've heard of this, but also like, it's not like they're having trying to have kids and having trouble. Like he just wants this as his plan because he wants twins. I, it it just sounds also like she doesn't have a say in anything still. Yeah. Cause she said she didn't even know if she like wanted to have more kids. And then she was like, okay, well maybe one. And he was like, no, two twins. Like you're going to tell me what I'm about to do when I have to have these babies. If you're going to have them, like if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and junior, then you could go ahead and do whatever you want. I would have just sank that swan boat and <laughs> live at the bottom of the lake. I don't know why. I'm, 
I'm sorry. Maybe there's something I'm missing, but I don't know why she's interested in this guy. I don't. It, it's bizarre. I just don't. It's bizarre. Yes. So weird. Are you ready to wrap up Married to Medicine? Yes. Let's. Okay. So <laughs> this will be real quick, folks, but we have to wrap up part three. Uh, we pick up with Scott trying to explain the life coach. Curtis says... This is like, he's got it. This will convince you like what's happening here. Scott, tell him. And so Scott rambles on for who knows how long. <laughs> and then Andy goes, Curtis, this is the story that convinced you. Right. That he wasn't lying. Right. Like what? Bottom. All he had to say was there's no Kevin Johnson. There's no, there's no, none of this. Like, I just didn't want to look like an idiot. So I made this story up. Let's move on. But instead, he told the most ridiculous story I've ever heard. And Curtis co-signed it. I mean, I've watched a lot of Bravo. I've seen a lot of lying. He may be the worst liar we've ever come across. Uh, he is absolutely Bravo. the worst. He just absolutely. rambles. You, well, I figured it out. I was watching him pretty closely. He is thinking as he's talking, but he doesn't stop the words. And so then he gets down a path and he tries to like clear it up, but then it's not clear because he's didn't have a path that he had planned. Does that make sense? Yes. Like he didn't have a story. He made the story as he went along and then he had to start clearing up pieces of the story that didn't make sense as he got farther into the story. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it was bizarre. And I don't know who fell for it besides Curtis. And then Andy was really good here. Andy was like, I just want to clear this up. It sounds like you're shocked, but then you're telling me that like paperwork wasn't filed, but it was the house wasn't for sale, but it was like, I don't what, how are you shocked when all these things are taking place? Correct. Yeah. He, he was, I had no words. No, because what? what are you going to say? Like at this point? Yeah. I, it was, uh, I mean, no, it was what's weird to me. Also, is like they're on Instagram, like best vacation ever. Like they're all lovey dovey. Right. Well, that's why I was thinking to myself, like, this could have been a two parter, folks, because this whole last third part didn't really clear up anything or solve anything. It, I mean, it really did it. It was like, okay, so why are you guys like, I get it. You're trying to make work. So you're going on vacation and whatnot. But clearly, there's a huge problem in this marriage. If, like you just filed for separation and now you're trying to work it out. But again, haven't done the counseling, which is what she's been saying for two years. It was very, uh. well, that's the thing. What are you doing to fix this? Like you got like, this isn't just like, he thinks this is going to like magically get better next week. Yeah. No, it yeah. doesn't work like that. Um, so we cover all the great work they did for BLM. Um, even though, didn't they get, some of them got COVID out of that? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they did. After that. Um, then we see quad versus Eugene, which was bizarre. Uh, this is hard for me because the men are obviously added into the show. But then Curtis is like, well, if you want to act like a man, and then like, Curtis, stop talking. Curtis, stop talking. <laughs> right. So it's like, I don't, I don't think it's fair that they can attack the men, but also the men should not be attacking. But how, what do you like? What is, what is your take on this? I mean, I feel like this, they're all on the show together. If 
if the women are arguing, I feel like they should just let the women argue. Now, if a woman brings a man into it and makes comments about him, then he has a right to say something back because you're now speaking about him and talking badly. So anybody's going to want to defend themselves. I would defend my husband and just be like, I got this. You just be quiet. But that's just me. Um, But, you know, they're all friends. They all travel together. They're all in each other's business. So there's going to be times where, like, if you say something slick to me, I might say something back to you. Yeah. I don't know. And then somehow we get back on Scott and the life coach. And he says, you're going to get my wrath. I was like, oh, okay. Now we're like... This is this is interesting. Like he's upset. <laughs> um, and then Andy asks Kieran if what he thinks about all this. And then Kieran actually says really something really funny. He's like, uh, this is like one of those hardy books, and I'm just extremely confused. Absolutely. I mean, and I like that. Like he says, he keeps it real. He says what he has to say, but he just doesn't get involved in the bullshit. He's just like, whatever. But it is, it's like those books where it's like they all have different endings and which is going on because there's so many different stories. You have no idea like what really happened, what's going to happen. It's confusing. <laughs> well, <laughs> it just, yeah, his story just doesn't add up. No. And then we wrap up this season. Andy says, anyone have any final thoughts? Let's go around the room. <laughs> Everyone's like saying nice stuff. And then you get to quad. Oh God. And she was- just wants to like eviscerate Julia for no reason. I, you know, I was, I was like, maybe now there could be a couple avenues here. Maybe she felt like, well, I was a friend of this year and maybe I won't be back. So I'm going to say what I want to say and get it all out there in the open. Um, just because I might not have another opportunity or <clears throat> she just felt like being a jerk, but I felt like Everybody was saying positive things, and it, and then she did that, and was like, "Why, why, quad?" But it's how they do things. They all, you know, the shade is a whole part of it. Yeah, I mean, I actually don't see a need for a cat. Like, if here's what I'm saying. So we've seen a lot of rough seasons with coronavirus, OC especially, right? Mm-hmm. I don't. See, this season wasn't really rough for them, and they were dealing with what everyone else was dealing with. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't see any reasons for a cast change. Yeah. I was just thinking to myself, maybe she just thought this was her opportunity to like take another dig. I don't know. It was just yeah. very like when everybody else was not, it just seems very strange that she threw that in there. But I also feel like maybe she had needed to get that out and just didn't get a chance. So she just took this as her chance. Yeah. I mean, that's a wrap on married to medicine. Yep. Till next, next time. Till next season. Uh, Toya was on a podcast and she's like, yeah, I can't wait to start filming. I was like, oh, so she thinks she's already going to start filming. Mm. Well, I hope they do. So we can get to the bottom of this reason that she's selling her house. Uh, Well, now it's not for sale. Who knows? Well, yeah, who knows? Um, Jumping into Below Deck, this episode was a mess. It was weird. And yeah, weird. Uh, so it's really funny. She was like, you can't take the whales out of the girl. And it's like, no, you, you can't take the girl. You can take the girl out of whales, but you can't take, you said it backwards. Right. Um, and then Z and Courtney are making out. Yeah. Well, you know, she was practicing her twerking that she's taught herself, um, you know, over the years. And then she gave him a strip dance. So you had to know where that was going. 
Well, then she doesn't remember any of the makeouts. Mm. Oh, to be young again. <laughs> um, so Lexi is in bed. She's crying about her dad. This is, did you see this Twitter exchange between Lexi and Malia? No, but she was, she's a hot mess. So Lexi was like, oh, Malia comforted me because she needs a better image. And that's why she was comforting me when I was crying. It's like, no, she's your bunkmate and you were crying above her. Yeah, what was she supposed to do? Yeah, just like, like stare just, at you. Just go, okay, well, good night. Um, and then Sorry about your dad. That she started a list of things that bother her. That was, something's not right with this chick. She, I don't, this takes me back. Remember the chef that wasn't really a chef? Who was that? Yes. It almost feels like maybe she wasn't a, she's good at her job though. She just doesn't want to be there. No, and she's just a complainer. Like, when you do your job, like you just do your job. Why are you complaining about what shit? Oh, oh, she put me on this shift and that's supposed to be this and this. That. It's like, just work. Just and do I don't work. Do laundry. Yeah. Uh, so she's got her burn list. They were saying something. I think they were like, oh, do you know about? And she's like, I'm not Miss Cleo. Like, I'm not. <laughs> also, I'm yeah. Not... Is Miss Cleo still alive? I don't know. I haven't seen an infomercial from her in a while. I think she might have passed. I need to look that up. Oh, let us know if Miss Cleo is dead. Um, and then the, the charter guests are just a hot ass mess. Man, like, what in the hell? Like, just, I couldn't figure out if he was just eccentric and weird or if he was just a drunk weirdo. Like, I couldn't figure it out, but he, it was just bizarre to watch. Yeah. This Justin, Miss Cleo is dead. Oh, Miss Cleo. R.I.P. <laughs> She died no in wonder. 2016. No wonder I haven't seen infomercial no, in a while. She was, she was the great. Her and remember Sylvia Brown? Yes. So really funny story. My mom, we have like a weekend lake house and Sylvia Brown's family lives on the same lake that my mom has like her weekend house. Isn't that funny? Oh, did she ever have a chat with her? I don't know. No, I, she's been dead for a while, but I don't know. Like oh. maybe that's like, maybe it was her house and the family. I don't know. I'll have to research it, but Sylvia Brown's family. Um, so Roy Orbison Jr. is wasted. He goes into the toilet and makes some sort of huge mess. And then his friend, charter guest, comes out and tells the crew that they have to clean it. Yeah, like I would have been so irritated if you. Oh, God. First of all, it's like, why are you drinking like this and you're on vacation with your wife and your little kids? Like, well, that's, settle that's down. Like, they all said they're like, oh, like the kids are here. Like, this isn't going to be bad. Yeah, like, and they're little kids, so it's not yeah. even like teenagers. Like these are littles. And like his wife was not having it. No, and like he's drinking and like spitting drinks out and like letting them run all over. I mean, it was just like what and is who that? orders three nice... drinks at a time at dinner? Yes, and then you're not even eating the lovely dinner because you're such a hot ass mess. Oh, I if I was her, I like when he said he was in jump water. She was like, "Please go ahead, Please. Yeah, just jump, just do it." Oh, a Dolores. <laughs> Like, just go for it. I wonder how Dolores is doing. I don't know. I should pop down to Sausalito and see if I see her. Yeah. <laughs> Dolores, are you here? Oh, yeah, She's yeah. in the water. She's swimming. Uh, should we move on to our next hot mess? Okay. New York. Whoa. <sighs> All I can start. say is... You have to start this one. I can't. I'm, so, I'm out. <laughs> so... So we pick up where we left off last week with, you know, Bershawn and, and Sonia arguing. They all leave. They're supposed to go to their 
respective corners when they get back to the hotel. However, Sonia goes with Leah to her hotel room and then the other ladies leave. And then Brashawn comes down to get a melatonin from Leah and all hell breaks loose. Well, here's what's weird. First of all, that fight, why was that a flashback? That should have been front and center. (laughs) Absolutely. But there was a camera in there, but there was no producer. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know if the camera was just in there like filming just like whatever because it was just her and and Leah at first. But then all of a sudden Brashawn came and they were like, okay, now this is about to get good. I don't know what happened there. But then you heard Leah because like the producers like, open the door, get them, get someone in here. There was no one else in there. No. Um, Leah says, please, not my nose job in the middle of their fighting. (laughs) I mean, I would be concerned because that could have gone terribly wrong. And then Sonia shatters the fire extinguisher holder box with With her her bag. Yes. Yeah. I I mean, I have to give it to her because Sonia, if that that could have gone very badly for her. Brashawn is, she's a big bitch. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't have picked that fight. Uh, Well, and then like, uh, I just... See that kind of stuff like that to me. I don't actually. I don't mind that it was a flashback because I don't like watching that kind of stuff, especially when you can see like how detached Sonia is from those. T- like that wasn't Sonia in her right mind. No, that no, was like absolutely a not. Fight or flight type reaction, and it's just like it's disturbing. Yeah. No, definitely. Like you could see at that point, like things had gone too far. Everybody should just went to their room. Like there was just a little too much alcohol involved. And like I said, that could have ended really badly. Well, then my thing is like Ramona isn't defending Sonia. So she's telling Brashawn to lay off, but then she's like, oh, Sonia's a hot mess. Leave her alone. Like it wasn't like stop hurting my friend. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like basically. Like, we all know she's got problems and damage and, like, there's a bigger issue here. So just leave her alone and let her do whatever because, you know, she's just, there's too much going on. But instead of being like, hey, Brashawn, you're wrong. You're right. new to this group. No one knows you yet. Da, 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 da. It was like, oh, Sonia's a mess. We know she's a mess, but you shouldn't tell her. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're picking and picking and picking, which she was poking the bear. But at that point, it's just like, just leave it. Yeah. Uh, so the next morning, this uh, this line cracked me up. And they're like, Sonia's like, yeah, Luann always says, like, I'm fresh as a daisy the next morning. Like, I never get hungover. And she's like, I am not refreshed. <laughs> I, d- I would assume you are not. He looked rough. Yes. I mean, I think there's a level, like, obviously I don't drink. So it's always like for me it's a little different like when I watch my friends but you can kind of see them go through those phases and it's like there's a difference in drinking and then like overdoing it I feel like at this point like she's overdoing it well so it's funny because she was like you saw her she's like oh I don't drink at home I don't I only drink around you guys and it's funny Tinsley and Dale Tinsley's mom came out and were like it's actually true Tinsley lived with Sonia and Sonia doesn't drink at home like it's just when she's out with the girls or they're filming or whatever. And, she, you know, she lets loose and makes for good TV, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I think like it's good to let loose, but it's like also like reel it in a little because you don't want to overdo it. Yeah. Well, I think that's also the problem is that when she's not drinking at home, 
then she gets on camera and like binge drinks right too far yes i agreed uh so brashan apologizes it was actually interesting she was like hey like i just don't know you girls so when i called you grandma i was like i thought it was funny you didn't when i called you all these names all, and they decide to all move forward and i get that i mean every group has different things um you know i i understood where she was coming from in that aspect of like you know with me and my friends I could say that and they don't take it personal it's like it's like certain female groups like I have certain female groups that are okay with calling each other bitches and I have certain female groups that are not okay with that so yeah. I know which friends I could be like oh, okay bitch and they're not going to take it personal and I have groups where I know you wouldn't say that yeah uh they get to the seance Sonia wants an espresso martini right away and this might be the worst attempt at an intervention I have ever seen what is it with people in these espresso martinis? I used to drink them when I drank years ago and it just made you drunk and awake. Like I <laughs> want to pass out so bad and I just couldn't do it. Like what is it with these drinks? I, mean, I make a mean espresso martini and it is the drink that made me famous at the good old wild Fox. Okay. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> um, do you think that intervention was a good attempt? Mm. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It wasn't the time. Um, the way to start it out was not to go steal her drink and it should have been like, just maybe go to her hotel room and have a conversation because it's un- not comfortable. Like she's already on the defensive, yeah. but I understood like they wanted to do it before she started drinking too much. Like I get it, but it just, you could see she was already so fired up. Like, Oh, I was over there talking to Brashawn Cause I was telling her like, I was, I was will I was ready to get into it. Like she was still <laughs> fired up. And then, and then they're like, yeah, let's talk about your drinking. Yeah. <laughs> We think you have a problem. Right. Uh, in the seance, we find out that Bershon is a goat coming out of the, I was like, what is happening? So lost there. So who were the two? There was a guy and a girl. They were both like some sort of mediums. Got it. The girl seemed a little bit more in tune. The man seemed a little bit out of it. I think that's why they told him no more talking. Yeah. Um, Sonia and her father and his drinking and the abandonment issues come up. And then Ramona has a very strong reaction about her brother. Yeah. I mean, these are the, yes. And these are the things that always makes me really, I've always wanted to speak with a medium. I've always wanted to have like these conversations because I, I, there's just things that I would, I would love to like know about. Yeah. And then I'm always hesitant, but then I see these conversations and it's like, I wonder if this is like, cause that was pretty accurate. So I wonder if this is like really a true thing. Like it just always piques my curiosity when I watch these. I mean, so you don't think that like production or anybody gives them anything before? Well, nobody knew. Like even Louis was saying, like I've been friends with Sonia all this time. I had no idea about the things with her dad and yeah. like the stuff with Ramona's brother. Every you know, Leah was like, I didn't have any clue. So it's like, I you wonder. Yeah. Because even there was a point where somebody started tried to start saying something, and the lady was like, No, 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 please don't. I don't want any clues or any like. Just let me figure this out. Yeah. Which is how it should be. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, It was a very heavy ending to that episode. Yes, it was. But it didn't end with it to be continued. So I was. It did not. (laughs) I think we're wrapping up here in Salem, Massachusetts, finally. Thank God. Uh, Shall we wrap up with Beverly Hills? Yes, let's get into it. Um, So we start off Erica is selling her clubhouse. Oh, the clubhouse memories. Or leasing it or take someone taking over the lease, whatever. Yes. 
Where I didn't know. I guess I was unaware that like she had a different because she had like a dressing room and everything in the house. This was this must. Right, but remember, she set that up with they would go there and get ready when she said that she just had no more room and they were doing all those shows and so they would go there for the fittings. Yeah, I remember. She, didn't she have like a premiere party there? Or she had like a yes opening yes. party and Teddy wasn't drinking because she was pregnant. Is that what it was? Yes, and she didn't have anything to drink for her. I remember. Okay. She had sushi um, and nothing to drink. So it's all cleared out. The glam is gone. And she has someone to take over the lease. But the pretty mess sign is still there. It, I mean, she's probably taking that, I imagine. I would hope so. Um, interesting because like they just fit. This is this kind of caught my interest because they just filmed there. They said two months ago with Sutton when she was like going through all of her clothes. Mm hmm. So it's funny to be like, I wonder how long this was in the plan to get rid of this, or this was like a financial thing with Tom. Well, I or she was planning on leaving him, so she was trying to go through like, okay, what can I liquidate? I have all these clothes. What can I get rid of? What can I do um, to start like doing, you know, selling things from her closet because maybe she knew she was going to leave him and knew that he was not going to give her any money. Yeah. It's ugly. Uh, we get yes. to La Quinta. It's so funny because remember they used to say Palm Springs all the time. Yes. And now they say La Quinta because I guess it's it's more highbrow. I don't know. I'm like, why didn't they say Palm Springs? Yeah. And That's Kathy, a good Kathy shows up with the largest candle I think I've ever seen. I was like, oh my god, I I want it, and I want to know what it smells like. And then did you see her smelling it later. Yeah. Like you brought it. You don't know what it smells like. I love her. She just wanted to smell it. And she's she's the longest she's ever driven by herself. By herself. Two hours. Because yep. she's never by herself and she never drives. Um, and then she wants to know if Kyle has help <laughs> for the, her luggage and getting her settled. Did you see her trying to pull her suitcase up the stairs? Like, it looked like it was full of cement blocks. Well, and then Dorit helped her. She's like, well, it's Kathy. I have to help her. And Kyle gave her a room with a fan. Everything was all set up for Kathy. I mean... As it should be. <laughs> I just like, how do you get to your sister's vacation house? Go, do you have help? No, yeah. I don't have She's a like, this is, staff here. Like she said, it's not the Waldorf, Kathy. I don't <laughs> yeah. have that. Uh, and then the Tom news is like breaking, shattering, assets frozen. That's all they can talk about. Yes. I mean, I'm mm. shocked that it took this long to freeze his assets. I guess they finally had evidence that there was money issues. Yeah. Well, I guess that, you know, they had the court and they were finally like able to put out like some proof of the, some findings, I'm sure to where they were like, Ooh, okay. We've, what, what did she say? Something like, okay, they found like $2 million There's that was million inappropriate. Was misappropriated. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, that's caused to then freeze the rest, I guess. But I wonder how that worked. Like, cause I know obviously she's got like the pretty mess, like the book deal. Mm -hmm. She had, uh, Fenty, she had a collaboration with them. She had Shoe Dazzle or Shoe Fab or something. Shoe Dazzle, yeah. I wonder if all of that money just was, maybe, maybe they kept everything separate the whole time. I mean, maybe. And then Fenty dropped her recently. So that, well, so she's working on her own line, I guess. And so, like, apparently it wasn't due to all of this. Right. Her contract was up and they just were, she's going to do her own thing. I, mean, I don't know. That's what I read. Yeah. Well, 
Um, Good luck with that. So Erica arrives. So Erica, Crystal, and who else is staying at the Garcia? No, oh, Garcia. They're all staying at the hotel, which is actually, you know what hotel it was? No. Where the Bachelorette filmed. Oh, really? It's the same hotel. I was like, oh, the La Quinta. That's it. <laughs> Got it. Um, so Erica arrives. She's in like, it looks like she's in Claire slash Tasha's casita. Like, if, like maybe like the little front yard area, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then she says, she shows up to Kyle's house. In the meantime, uh, Kyle breaks some stuff. Kathy's telling her how to cook the lasagna. Kathy is insane. First of all, <laughs> she's telling, she's trying to clean up the glass in the floor with the barbecue scrubber. Also, did you see her Yeezys? Yes, I'm sure she gets them for free. Happy wears Yeezy. Where did she get it? B- from Chris Jenner? Like who? Where did yes, she they're BFFs. From? BFFs. Oh. I was like, why is she wearing Yeezys? I mean, why not? If they're comfy. Um, also, that lasagna looked a little soupy. I didn't see the finished product. I just saw when they were scooping it, and I just was fixated on the cheese part. Yeah. So I was like, "Ooh, that does look cheesy." But do you like a you never get to see it. Or do you like a firm lasagna? I mean, I like it to be a little on the softer because that means there's a lot of meat sauce and a lot of cheese in there, and I like that. Okay. Okay. I'm more about the sauce than the cheese. I then I could do without the noodles. Uh, Really? Yeah. Yeah. You just want like a bolognese. Oh, I love what, it. You want to go to Harry Hamlin's? <laughs> I do. I was I was watching when he made it. I was like, I need to get. How do I get some of this? Um. So Erica arrives. She says it's not okay, and it's not gonna be okay for a long time. Hmm. I didn't. This was hard for me because I didn't feel a hundred percent on her side like I have in the past. Really? Okay. I don't know. Like the whole holding her head and the pausing. I don't know. It just felt this felt more acting than all of her other scenes, but maybe this was just like a culmination. Like this is the straw that broke the camel's back. Got it. Yeah. You don't think that she felt a little dramatic, like walking in? I mean, I feel like like... she's always dramatic. (laughs) Yeah. Like I, you know, it's just, it would be different if she was like a subtle person, and then all of a sudden was like, oh. But you know, yeah. Like think about over the years, her reactions to things, or like when somebody said something about her son that one time. Like it just always, she always has this visceral reaction. Yeah. Uh, so we sit down. So Kathy is going to set the table. She puts a lemon on top of paper napkins, and then she puts like week old bread in the bread basket. <laughs> And Kyle <laughs> says, you would never serve this at your house. Yeah, no. She's like, you cannot serve this. And she's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, no. <laughs> Kathy's just trying to help. She's just trying to help. A mess. It's a mess. Um, Drake her. follows Lisa Rinna. So jealous. Champagne when I heard happy. this, I was so jealous. Like, why do you follow her? Why is this? I need to know. Uh, yeah, I don't know how this started. Like, what made Drake follow Lisa Rinna? She doesn't even know. Champagne Pappy. Yeah. She doesn't know. It's Champagne Poppy. Um, yes. uh, and then Erica gets into Tom and dementia uh, and what she thinks. And he's been very angry, which is like a surefire sign. Because like with dementia or Alzheimer's, like they tend to get frustrated because they can't yes. remember, can't think of things. So they do get angry. 
Right. And then she launches into this car accident story from two years ago. Uh, and I was very lost. It was the most confused I've been in a very long time because I, like, it started off with the clip and they went flashback to where it's like, oh, he had an accident. He's fine. But then she went into it and, like, well, that wasn't true. Then it was like, well, actually, he shattered his ankle. But then it turned into he was unconscious for 12 hours. But then she said she found him. But then she said he went off a cliff. And then there was a ditch. And then he broke his right. ankle after, she said. And But he called her. Yeah. And then he was having an affair. And it was years long and all this stuff. I was like, what? Like, yeah. pick an... Have you been talking to Scott, Dr. Scott, because he gave you the wrong way to explain something. Yeah. And then she was like multiple affairs and she didn't know, but then she, when Yolanda got divorced and that's when she decided to start snooping around. And then she found all this information confirmed for years. Yeah. And David didn't, they got divorced just because like they were over like her life or whatever. Like, I didn't think that was because he was. No. And then Kyle, and then Kyle chimes in is like, yeah, I've actually heard this like multiple times. And it was like, well, wait, why didn't you ever say anything? I mean, it was all very confusing. Yeah, no. So weird. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is why I don't know what to believe now, just because like it was very odd. Yeah, no, I agree. It was. The whole thing was very strange and it was definitely not explained in any way that brought any clarity to anybody's life i'll say that yeah i mean and i give her credit for like opening up and telling her story but it just um and then they want to switch gears they want something a little more lighthearted they want to talk about scott disick and lisa says that harry said how did the how did he come into our lives (laughs) (laughs) sitting here talking about scott disick that is a reasonable question to ask i mean fair Fair, fair, fair. Uh, we also got the mid-season trailer with Beverly Hills. Lots of Erica, obviously. Erica versus Sutton. And then there's a Garcelle versus Dorit. Right. That'll be interesting to that see like, what really that's about. Good. Yeah. I wonder what that's I wonder. Like. Yes. I have questions. Lots of questions. I mean, this season is bringing it after two rough seasons with Denise Richards. Um, this season is definitely miles ahead of where we were with those two oh absolutely absolutely and it's only going to get better yeah i mean it's crazy that we're already mid-season how many episodes is this um what four no it's gotta be more well let's see the first the first one oh this is like eight or nine i think no eight or nine well, they were in tahoe for well, like three episodes weren't they i feel like t- i don't know i feel like two I don't know. Well, it took us four to even get to the divorce, right? Yeah, that's true. And that was Tahoe. Yeah. So now we've gotten two of the of the full on like divorce conversations. Yeah. No. Mm. Well, all I know is it's going to get good. <laughs> uh, anything else? Anything else you're looking forward to for the weekend? No. You know, I, um, oh, uh, so I did, I don't know if I told you, no, I couldn't have told you this. It just happened. Um, I did watch, I ended up watching that show, Sex Life, you recommended. Oh, how far did you um, get into it? I, I watched the whole thing because I was home all day. And no I was way. And so I got wrapped up into the story of it all. Sure, and Demetria. Was like, 
Sure. I did. Well, because you got wrapped up in something like, else in episode three, 19 and a half minutes in. No, no. I mean, I saw that. But it was kind of <laughs> like once I started watching, I was like, is this lady really with this new baby gonna go and like leave her husband for this guy? Like ha- after he burned you so many times, are you really gonna do this? Like I couldn't, I had to see what happened. Um, what uh, what about the the full frontal exposure? I I mean, well, I I was like, okay, well, <laughs> do you think it was real? Do you think it was a prosthetic? I don't know, but do you know that they're a couple in real life? Yes, she left her husband, but apparently, her and her husband were like getting divorced, or they were separated before she met him. But there's like. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, yeah, of course she left her husband when she saw episode three. Absolutely understandable. But yeah, I mean, I could, after that, like, I couldn't, I was literally just sitting there like, oh my God, I have to know how this ends because she's got little babies and she's like brazenly just out in the open with this man and her husband. It was crazy. It uh, was crazy. Did, did they leave it open for like a season two? What, how did it? Yes. Like, okay. Yes. You're hooked. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I need to know how this ends because she's taking some serious chances with her family. Did you watch Space Jam? I did. I love the first Space Jam. I just can't. I yeah. I don't. I I didn't watch it. I was going to, and then I was just like, I read some bad reviews, but I was like, I don't know. For me and my age bracket. Michael Jordan will always be a head above LeBron, you know? See, and the thing is, is I think that because it's called Space Jam, um, you you are automatically like, think about the first Space Jam because yeah. wh- why would you not, you know? But they're not the same movie. They're not the same story. It's not the same premise. And they're definitely not the same guy. So there's already such a high expectation on it that it's just hard. I mean, it's, it was cute. Like they had, it had its cute moments and things, but... I found myself just being like, not as excited about watching it. Like I could watch the old space jam and love it. Like watch it all the way through and be excited. Well, and I, here's what I, this kind of hit me the other day. And I was like, Michael Jordan was the biggest celebrity in the world, regardless of sports or whatever. Like he was an icon, right? Absolutely. And I think that LeBron's pedigree is still related to sports. Yeah. I mean, I and I've say seen LeBron him another... is the biggest celebrity in the world right now, you know? Well, and I think, I mean, he is, they say now, the highest paid athlete. Um, yeah, 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 totally. Athletic-wise. I think here's the thing with him. Like, I've seen, like, he was in um, Trainwreck. And I and it was like, okay, he's being LeBron, but he's being funny. And it was cute. Like, it was a small part, but it was like, okay, that's cute. But this is like, you're resting this whole movie on his shoulders. Yeah, and it, and like you know, it, was, it had premise. Like it did reference back to like with the kids and all of that. Like you know about family and things, pressure. Okay, fine. But then it's like then part of it, he's a cartoon, and then it just was you know. And there was no Bill not, Murray in this one, right? Like it just was like there's just some missing pieces. Like you can't remake a movie like that and and not compare it. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Anything else? No, no. This weekend, I'm just going to catch up, um, catch up on some new things. Uh, Love at first sight, married at first sight again. You know, started uh, last night <clears throat> with the first wedding, and so I got to watch that. It was three hours, so I didn't have time to watch it last night. But three hours, um, <clears throat> yes, Jeez. yes, because the first episode always goes over that like the bachelor they have like little bachelor and bachelorette parties. The brides all meet each other, the grooms all meet each other. They show them like shopping for their tux and dress. 
And like, what do they think? What do they want? And then it showed the first wedding. And then next week we'll get into the rest of the wedding. So I'm going to watch that this weekend and catch up. Awesome. Yeah. How about you? Uh, nothing really. I might watch Space Jam. Nothing really. I mean, Big Brother. I got to binge some Big Brother tonight because I'm there's a new one and I'm one behind from last night. Um, yeah, that's about it. Nothing crazy. All right. All right. Awesome. Oh, we, well, I mean, our Instagram is, we hit 500 followers. So that's massive. Yes. That's super exciting. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. Um, last episode, Eyebrows, Our Sisters Not Twins is our, going to be our biggest episode yet. Lots of downloads. So lots of good things happening over here. Like us, follow us, rate us, let us know what you're watching. Uh, let me know what I should call this episode because I don't even know. Um, yeah yeah thanks so much we appreciate it yeah should be called 40 i drove myself here oh (laughs) (laughs) that's it we'll do that yes thank (laughs) you all so much have a great week thanks guys bye bye